Oh my gosh, James. <laughs> it's been a time. I have been, it's been a time. <laughs> it has, man. What happened? Oh, we got man. three episodes in and then life just occurred. Well, I mean, you you have more excuse than I do. I mean, uh, mine's I had... just work is busy and like, no. and then you got stuck in Cambodia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had I had a rough time. So, well, this episode is kind of our... It's a short episode today, but it's going to be our chance to apologize to our listeners, offer some explanation, yeah. and, and also just catch up. You know, we're not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. The podcast is back. It was just a lot of things happened in the last month, and, uh, and that is what it is. So I guess <laughs> – well, let's just go ahead, and I'll, I'll start us out, and we'll just do this. Um, it's going to be a short episode today, maybe no adventures in the news but just kind of us talking about what we've been up to recently and catching up on yeah. some business. So um, here we go. You're listening to season two, episode four of the Attempt Adventure podcast. A podcast all about travel, finding adventure every day, and seeking out adventurous ways to make life more interesting. From Bangkok, Thailand, I am your host, Michael DeRosiers, joined as always by my co-host... James Barrett, currently living in Boulder, Colorado. Well, James, it's been some time. We've got a lot to catch up oh, on. Oh, man. <laughs> um, before, we start, before we start on that, I do have a few orders of business I think that we should we should mm -hmm. talk about first is the monthly challenge so uh, i did mine i admit i did it very last minute i did it in cambodia <laughs> while i was there but i was able to wake up early on the last day of march to <laughs> see the sunrise uh, at the royal palace area which was really nice so it was definitely worth it worth waiting for how about you yeah. i know that you sent me your picture how was your yeah. sunrise basically i had to be at my job very very early in the morning mm -hmm. And so I was, I was there for the sunrise and I was like, you know what? It is hard it enough to wake up early and watch it. It counts. And so right. took a picture and we were good to go. Uh, well, huge thanks to all of our guests who have sent in their sunrise. We've had a lot. Uh, I especially want to shout out our big supporter, Nettie. Nettie, who sent us in a, a wonderful, wonderful sunrise over the coast, I believe on one of his biking adventures that he was on. Uh, Nettie has won the challenge before, so he's already received stickers from us. So I thought maybe since he's a big supporter, maybe we can send him a coffee mug or something like that. Maybe we can oh, get yeah. something special for him. We'll get something good. So uh, Nettie, you're awesome. As always, check your mailbox in a couple of weeks. We'll, get, we'll send you something nice to say thank you yeah. for being a big supporter of this show. It's also time to introduce the next monthly challenge. And this is actually oh, a little yeah. bit out of order because this next monthly challenge was suggested by a guest. And it's a guest that we're going to have mm. on next week, uh, which is Linda King, the smart travelista. And Linda is a travel writer, and she actually suggested doing a monthly challenge about travel writing. Write 100 words describing your hometown or describing where you are living. So this is a little bit different. We've done a lot of photography challenges in the past. Mm -hmm. This one is using the written word. So write into us. Tell us in 100 words approximately. Tell us about where you live. Describe it as vibrantly as you can. I think it's going to be fun. James and I are going to do it too. Yeah. It'll be fun. You got to write about fun. Boulder. I'll write about Bangkok. It's going to be great. So, and I think that because this one requires a little bit of effort and because we're a little bit behind, I think let's give it two weeks, two months. 
I think let's give mm-hmm. it two, two months, months again. Challenge. So that would be at the end of June when we will catch up again. So this one will be done in June. This is our monthly challenge or our bi-monthly challenge. So it's going to be fun. A hundred <laughs> words describing where you live and try to paint a picture with your words. Man, James, it has been forever. Like, I don't even know what you're doing to. What's going on, buddy? Oh, buddy. It's been oh, exhausting, honestly. I made it through the end of ski season. For listeners that don't know, I work at a ski resort. Basically, it came down to my last day was really kind of supposed to be April 17th. Yeah. That was supposed to be my last day. But the rest of the HR team that I work on is leaving. And so my boss was basically like, can you please stay through May? Right. And so I've kind of been scrambling and it's been, it's just been crazy busy. Beyond that, got sick for about a week or two. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just been, it's just been a rough time, honestly. Yeah. And just trying to get life back in order. My wife and I are moving at the end of this lease. And so it's just been, it's been stressful. Every time, it seems like every time that we set aside time to record, something happens. You have something, I have something. There was one day I just fell asleep and yeah. forgot. <laughs> I was just like, or like, oh, no. or like, yeah, you text me like, hey man, I'm, I'm stuck at work. Or like, I text you and like, my power's out. That happened one time, the power yeah. was out and that was weird. <laughs> it's like, it's just been like, it's just like everything that the that, universe is like, no. Yeah, yeah. But we made it work, universe. I woke up that one time at, at 4.30 a.m. I was like, we're going to get this in. Mm-hmm. We're going to get this in while James has time. I woke up at 4.30 and the power was out, which meant the internet was down. So <laughs> <laughs> I was able to text you on my Nothing phone. Nothing you can really do about that. But yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's really what I've been up to. Mine yeah. is just sort of adult life kicking yeah. my butt, which yeah. is really annoying. Everyone said it would be great. It's not. It's annoying. Yeah. Um, being able to kind of do whatever is nice, but you have to have money to do that. True. But anyway, so I also, I know a little bit about what you've been up to. <laughs> yeah. But not too much. So why don't, why don't we get into that for a minute? Because yours is sure. much more well, interesting than mine. So so some backstory is that in 2020, when the COVID pandemic started, Thailand closed their borders and they started offering these emergency visa extensions due to COVID. And I've been living on that because I was here when the pandemic started. I've been on that visa for the past several years. But as Thailand is opening their borders, in fact, the borders opened in full yesterday, that program is ending. And so I was no longer able to get my, my emergency extension, which meant it was time for a visa run, which is, you know, as I think, I, as I mentioned before, I was secretly excited about it. You know, I do like traveling. I've missed the chance to travel. And I'm quite fond of Cambodia. I go there a lot for visas. So I was excited for the chance to get away. The only problem is that it's it's just still a little bit tricky to travel right now. You know, in mm-hmm. a normal year, I could have flown out to Cambodia on a Monday, you know, stayed there like three days to get my visa and then just come back that same, you know, three days later. But right now it's, it's just a little bit slower. Um, you know, everyone that was on the emergency extension is needing a visa at the same time because those emergencies ex- are expiring. Oh, yeah. Time. So that happened also, they happened to expire like right around the Songkran holiday, which is the three-day traditional Thai New Year, which meant the, the embassy was closed and they weren't processing documents during that time either. Just bad timing. Uh, on top of that, I had to get another document to re-enter the country because Thailand uh, was on this like one-day quarantine program where you have to just quarantine one night. And then if you test negative for COVID, you're, you're free. 
but to do that, you still have to make sure that you have, you know, your COVID insurance and your mm-hmm. hotel booking and your PCR test booking and all of that. You have to submit all of that to the embassy after you have your visa, and they'll give you the entry permit for Thailand. Um, all that's canceled now, but a couple of weeks ago, last month, that was still what was going on. And so, yeah, I, I was expecting to be in Cambodia for maybe a week. I ended up being there for 15 days um, just because <laughs> things took a little bit longer than I thought. So I just ended up living in a hotel in Phnom Penh. Just actually, it was a great area. I was, I think I sent you some pictures. I was right in front of the mm-hmm. National Museum, just down the road from the Royal Palace. I didn't do a lot while I was there. Uh, normally, I would have wanted to travel, but of course, I didn't have my passport with me because the embassy had it. So I couldn't really go anywhere or buy a bus ticket or anything. Yeah. Um, but I did, I did go to the museums. Um, you know, I went around, I went to a place called Silk Island where they make, you know, it's kind of like a silkworm farm where they raise the silkworms and uh, you get to learn about the process of silk making. Phnom Penh is an interesting city. It's, it's quite a small city. It's also quite a sad city. Cambodia is super cool. Like if you're at Angkor Wat, if you're in Siem Reap, it's all about like the Khmer Empire and the ancient ruins and stuff like that. And that's super fun. But when you're in Phnom Penh, all the museums and stuff are like about the Khmer Rouge and about Pol Pot. And that's just not fun. Like it's important. Mm -hmm. And like I went to the killing fields one day and like it's important to see. I think that if people go to Cambodia, they really owe it, you know, to the people that died to Mm -hmm. see this and to learn about it. But it's man, it's so depressing. You know, 25% of the population was just murdered by Pol Pot. Yeah. 25%. It's It's insane. Kind of like like going to, you know, the death railway or, you know, that sort of thing where you're like Auschwitz, you know, going to a concentration camp. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting and it's important, but it's not something that I would call fun. No, but you, you have to, I mean, it's it's, it's it's, the right, you need, you need to do it to learn about it. But yeah. It's like the guide, uh, the man who gave me a tour around the, the killing fields. He was a kid when it happened, but his entire family was killed. He was able to escape to Vietnam. I mean, the crazy thing, man, this happened in the span of four years. Pol Pot was only in yep. power for a couple of years. When I was there, it rained really heavily one day, the day before I went to the killing fields. And when I was there, as we were walking around, the man was pointing out on the ground because it had rained. He said, every time it rains, we find more, more remnants. I mean – there were just human teeth on the ground that had kind of been unearthed by the rain. And I mean, they have excavated this place like crazy and they're still finding new remains. I mean, there's a, there's a, a monument, a tower that has skulls in it. And it's like, that's just a, you know, it's that's crazy. just a fraction and they're still discovering, you know, new stuff. I mean, man, I mean, there were just teeth on the ground. It was really, I, I don't even know, horrific, uh, terrible, but so it wasn't fun but but I was glad to have seen it. So uh, other than that, yeah. Cambodia is, is nice. They have they have cheap beer. That was good. Good food. I just hung out in the hotel. I really just worked mostly. It wasn't a very exciting trip. I'll be honest. Um, yeah. And I was kind well, of stressed just because I, I just didn't expect to be there that long, you know? Yeah. Anytime that, that happens is is very stressful, I think. Again, it was not a trip that you planned on going to, you know, have fun with. Right. It wasn't a um, vacation. I just needed to get my documents. That was that was that. So it turned into a forced vacation. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Um and those are those never work as well. True, true. And then of course, once I got there, like two days after I got there, my wife tested positive for COVID. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I've like obviously seen her <laughs> within the past 14 days. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like, I've, I've kissed her. So 
that's not good because I've probably been exposed to COVID now. And if I test positive <laughs> for COVID, I won't be able to re-enter Thailand. So then I was freaking out. I had a bunch of ATK tests that I carried with me. And then, mm -hmm. I mean, of course, you can just buy them like anywhere at the 7-Eleven or whatever for just a couple dollars. Uh, so I just ended up taking an ATK test like every other day, and miraculously, I just never got it. I never tested positive, and I was able to come back to the country. But I was really paranoid about that as well because I thought, wow, well, if I test positive, then I'm stuck in Cambodia until my antibodies return negative, which could be another two or three weeks. Or worst case scenario, I get back into Thailand, and then I test positive in my quarantine, my one-night quarantine, and then that turns into a two-week quarantine isolated in thailand i don't that's know funny i mean because you've you've never had it correct? no no and it's really funny because like people around me have gotten it my wife got mm -hmm. it her sister who lives with us has had it and like i should have been the first person to get it james i'm like always touching stuff like putting stuff in my mouth i'm like touching my face uh my wife's always oh, yeah. scolding me she's like don't uh -huh. touch that like when we're in public like if i'm like messing with the thing in the subway, the, the handrail. Somehow I haven't gotten it. And she's super cautious about it. I'm sure she got it at work. I mean, she interacts with way more yeah. people than I do because I just work from home. Um, but I should have gotten See, it. Like, but <laughs> I should have gotten it. I have no idea how I didn't. <laughs> I don't know. Touching, touching those subway things builds your immune system. I'm, I'm certain of it. Yeah, it's like that episode I'm, of The Office where Dwight was getting everyone to sneeze on him. <laughs> it's kind of, yeah. Because I, it's one of those things where it's like, I think I probably had it, yeah. but I never tested positive for it. Mm -hmm. Or the time there was one day I, I was really sick and had a fever and like all normal, all the symptoms. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't get tested for it and it only lasted like a day. So it's like, I probably had it, but mm -hmm. I've never had a positive test. So I'm going right, with, right. I've never had it. Yeah. I mean, if I, mean, I ever had well, it, I would have had it maybe months ago or years ago. Mm -hmm. It was asymptomatic because <laughs> I don't mm -hmm. have any antibodies for it. We're all going to get it eventually. My wife was sicker than I thought she'd be. You know, she's triple vaxxed, two, two Pfizer's and one Moderna. And she had, I mean, it wasn't like severely ill, but she had a pretty high fever and she was real sick. It was like yeah. the flu for like three days. But I mean, luckily one of her colleagues also at work tested positive on the same day. So they were able to isolate together. So they weren't just like super lonely. Alone. Because, uh, well, that's cool. Well, because like my wife's grandmother lives with us. So we're really trying to keep her safe. Uh, and oh, for sure. So, yeah. so otherwise, my wife is going to have to go to like a hotel and self isolate. But because this girl at her work also tested positive, she just went to her apartment and they just hung out at her apartment for a couple of days until they were mm. negative. <laughs> Which I is, mean, that's, that's yeah. the best way to do it. Yeah, have a COVID buddy. Yeah, I mean, that's so yeah, long story short for both of us. It's just been it's been nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I know yeah. you've been stressed. I've been stressed. Extremely. Yeah. And I, I really yeah. got to apologize. Like I have received a bunch of emails from listeners and like people that want to be on the show and potential guests. And I love it. And I just haven't had the capacity to get back to all of them yet. So if you're listening, mm -hmm. I really, I'm going to email you back. I'm going to have you guys on the show. I really appreciate you guys writing in. I just haven't had the time or the headspace or the energy to uh to deal with it but we're, we're you know, the show's coming back we're back on track and i will get back to you mm -hmm. very very soon i promise and you know i think that's another thing that i i think people don't think about and i know i don't because i know like it, with the podcast that i listen to if, mm -hmm. if the hosts have a time where they're like guys it's crazy mm -hmm. we can't there's no episode this week part of you gets like frustrated you're like well come I know. on I know. that's that's your job but the, for a lot of these guys 
it's not for us it's not for us it's different if it was our and, job it would be different i mean we would have a producer yes. to keep us on track we would have an editor and we would just really need to get together to plan the episodes and record them mm-hmm. but we have to do everything and for i know ourselves, which is a lot yeah and and we also both work full-time yeah. jobs yeah i mean and i think it's important to just sort of because it's like we didn't do enough episodes for it to be burnout. No, it's it was not just burnout. life. We, got we wanted to keep crazy. going. <laughs> yeah, we we could we could post our our message thread to show that we have been trying. Yeah, right. For I don't even <laughs> like know how months. long now. <laughs> Being like, okay, this time, this date, and then we get like right up to it, and then one of us is like, crap. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, we we I would love a producer, someone that could just handle the emails schedule interviews help us like not even editing but just like help us yeah. write the show notes help us promote uh, mm-hmm. we just can't pay anyone to do that and yeah so if to... anyone is willing to do that for free yeah i mean you'll get a producer credit we will credit you <laughs> <laughs> if it matters so yeah and if when we make money to do that... we'll throw some we'll throw some your way yeah <laughs> so applications right now this is still costing us resume so (laughs) send your resume to hello at attemptadventure.com please send us a heartfelt video explaining why you should get the position (laughs) oh man remember it is unpaid we are not even a licensed business not are we yet no No. yet (laughs) (laughs) but uh we have merch we don't even we don't even own the name true we sort of own the art (laughs) we we don't have an exclusive license do we no not for the not for art we have an exclusive license for the day drinking monkey that's which we don't even use (laughs) we haven't used for years (laughs) what a waste of money (laughs) we do own that outright so if anyone wants it Day drinking suddenly, Franklin James monkey up for suddenly sale. our logo is just like a screaming tie <laughs> <Yeah>. opera mask. <laughs> Why? Because we own it. Yeah. Let's see. We own our music. We do. We do own our music. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> well, this isn't a real episode. This is just a catch up. So I don't know, James. What else is going on? Oh, what's going on? It's finally spring. Yeah, spring it's has been sprung. Absolutely beautiful. Nice. Which is probably why I got sick for two weeks. Mm, changing seasons. Um, yeah, that always gets me. Overall, it's been nice and sunny and warm, and it's it's just been wonderful. I like the cold. And I like the snow. It's been a long winter, and, you know, it'd be one thing if I didn't have to go anywhere when it snowed. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I still have to, like, get up and drive 40 minutes into the mountains well, for work. So here's the thing. It's different from, like, when you're growing up in Texas, when it snows. And everything stops, and you stay home, and your mom makes you hot chocolate, and you play, and you make a snow angel, and the Mm -hmm. next day it's gone, and you go back to school. It's just like a fun, nice day off. But when you live in Colorado or somewhere else like that, it's not a day off. My parents lived in Chicago. That's where I was born. And they said you know, it would snow, and then the snow would just stay there for the next several months. (laughs) And after about a week, it just turns gray and uh, it's just dirty dirty. and gross. Luckily, Colorado (laughs) – Colorado is dry enough that yeah. the snow melts in between. Okay, yeah. yeah so yeah. you still have most of the time there's no snow on the ground like down here. Mm-hmm. Up in the mountains it's a little different. Like there you I'm cuz in my mind it's like oh it snowed a foot. Yeah. That's it's crazy. Yeah. And they're like all right, go to work. 
and uh-huh. I'm just like, wait a minute, <laughs> I shouldn't have to do that. Yep. In working at a ski resort, it's more important that I go to work because right. it's busier. But anyway, well, I'm still hoping to get up that way soon. Hopefully, I mean, no, no definite plans yeah. yet, but uh, hopefully by the end of the year, maybe early next year, we'll we'll see how things go. Of course, you can yeah. come to Thailand yeah, now. Gotta... Thailand is now is true. well and fully open, like totally open. My last day at work is the 20th. So hey man, this is like that time mm. that you were like, what are you doing? And I'm just like, just hanging out. You're like, okay, let me check tickets. And you just showed up like two weeks later. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell that story for a second. So the first time I visited Michael in Thailand, I was sitting in my car at my university waiting for my class to kind of get closer to go inside. Messaging me to pass the time, I think. And we were just talking. Yeah. And I was like, man, I really want to visit you. And you were like, I really want you to visit me too. No one visits me except my parents. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, hold on, let me check tickets. And I checked them and I was, yeah, like 10 minutes later, I was like, all right, bought a ticket. I'll be there (laughs) like the day after Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. I don't think you really expected me to buy a ticket. I was glad you did. I had nothing else to do for your holiday. And then it became a tradition for three years where yeah, I go to Thailand. That was great. Yeah. Oh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to our rant yeah. and us sort of trying to get back into the swing of things. We are back and we will yeah. be recording more content very, very soon. Totally. I mean, I have two schedule. interviews already recorded that are coming out in the next couple of weeks. So definitely stay tuned. We've got some really good stuff coming out, guys. Uh, We apologize that it's been a bit chaotic. Guys, thanks for your patience and your understanding. Don't forget the brand new monthly challenge, Travel Writing, 100 Words to Describe Where You Live. Make it sound exciting. Uh, If you enjoyed our show, please don't forget to subscribe. Give us a review, although this is not the best episode, I know, because this is just us kind of chatting with you guys, but it does really help us out. And so uh, we we look forward to that, guys. But uh, yeah, thanks for sticking with us. We will be back. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thanks as always for listening. And until next time, keep adventuring.